Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Thank you so much for joining with us today in a time where we really, we take our thoughts off ourselves and our circumstances and put our hearts and minds and thoughts onto the Lord. Now, we just finished a series on the Ten Commandments, and we hope that that was a blessing to you. And we thought, I, we thought, let's move on to something that ties in with the Ten Commandments. And you may be surprised of what we came up with, of what ties in perfectly with the Ten Commandments. Jeannie, where are we today? Well, when we finished up our last uh, session, we were quoting Jesus, and he was saying, Matthew 22, 37 through 39, that all of the Ten Commandments could be summed up in these two. Uh, love God with your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole mind. And then the second one was to love your neighbor as yourself. So we were talking, and um, obviously the theme through the whole Ten Commandments is love. Yes. The heart of it, the motivation for it, uh, from God to us and us to others, is all wrapped up in love. Yeah, we had a uh, conversation today with a good brother in the Lord, and he was saying that he equates the Ten Commandments to being a father with three kids. Yeah. And he said, for sure I have rules in my house because I love my kids and I want them to be safe. And so mm -hmm. I tell them what's good and what's not. And so why shouldn't God do the same for us? Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. You know, we grew up in the uh, 60s and 70s where it was the love ch children what were they called the <laughs> hippies the what yeah, were they the called oh, love the childs love yeah generation love yeah. Child, and they, yeah they were going off and having these little um groups that lived together and every it was the peace sign and everything had to do with what Good the start. world needs now is love you know the beatles and all that and um but <laughs> that generation grew up and ended up having the same problems that everybody else had and didn't make a dent on anything. <laughs> so the question is, is, was the basis for all that really genuine love? The love that we're talking about that God has to offer and that God wants us to offer to other people? Or was it just a form of, don't put any restrictions on me because I'm a love child and so I should be free to do whatever I want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, because we can look back at it, how many years ago was that? Almost 40 or whatever, and we can see the effects of it had and how it was just a bunch of uh, hot air, uh, cotton candy. It didn't amount to anything. So, coming off of what we've been going through, um, in fact, you wrote in one of your notes uh, from a sermon you did a while back, you said a commentator said that two main points for the Christian is, number one, love is to be our priority. And number two, love is to be our pursuit. I thought that was a good quote. Yes, very much so. Um, that's our motivation. That's where we, where everything we do needs to spring from that. So can we give away, my question is, what we don't have? Of course not, because you don't have it. <laughs> so um, Cal Thomas wrote, Love talked about is easily ignored, but love demonstrated is irresistible. Mm -hmm. So for us to demonstrate love to other people, we first have to have an infilling of love in our own life, which it seems that 
every human being is desperate for and searching for, but maybe not in the right places. We used to talk about it one time for our children. We need to fill up their love tank. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all of us. We need our love tank to be filled up. So if that's a desperate and legitimate need for every single human being, and we're being asked by the Lord to love our neighbor as ourself, then where does it all start? Doesn't it have to start with us first going to the spout where the water flows out? <laughs> that we need to discover what true love is. And it's not the Hollywood love. It's not the no. songs. Uh, it's it's It comes from and was created by and the life force comes out of God himself. Yes, because God is love. He's, he is love. That's who he is. So he's the one I need. So how do I tap into him in order to find that love? And if, you, if the enemy has his way with people, he'll get them to mistrust this God who is the source of love that's going to meet your needs so that you can turn around and help other people. So if he can get you to believe lies about God, then you'll never draw near to him and you won't tap into it. I just had this picture in my mind of somebody at a maple tree and they remember how they put that little nail and then they tap, 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 and they put it in and then the maple, pure maple falls out into their little bucket. I think it was on a Hallmark movie. I saw that. (laughs) But we need to figure out how to tap, tap, tap into the tree of life, which is God himself, and have that love come out into our little bucket so that we can not only get our own heart filled up, but share it with others. So we need to spend some time discovering what genuine love is. What does it look like? How do we recognize it? And most importantly, who's the source of love and how do we get close to him so that we can experience that for ourselves? So what I need right off is I need a relationship with God. Right. And it's not achieved through my effort. I can't earn it or deserve it. Um, I think I need forgiveness. You need forgiveness. And God's ready to do that. It's interesting that you use the example of a tree because very easily you can say Jesus died on a tree, on a cross for us. And he took on the penalty of our sins so that my sins can be forgiven. Uh, I think it was McGee many years ago said there's only one thing that will separate you from God, and that's sin. I need to get forgiven so I can have a relationship with God and and give from him all I need, all the love I need for myself personally, and then to be able to give out to others. So that barrier needs to be removed. In Romans 5, 8, it says, But God showed his great love for us, this is love in action, by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Yeah. So we didn't have to measure up, clean ourselves up. But while we're here sinners, through the... You know, through time, he already saw us, and yeah. he came to rescue us, and out of love, that was his motivation. He came to find us and then make a way for us to have relationship with him. Isn't that wonderful? You know, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, so no one can ever boast. It's just coming to God saying, Lord, I've, I've seen what I can do with my own life. I don't like it. I want to see what you can do with my life. So I turn from my old life. Here are my sins, Lord. Please forgive me for them. 
and now I want to follow you the rest of my life. That's pretty much it. That's the way that it works. And Jesus said, anybody who comes to me, there's no way I'll turn them away. So come to Christ right now. I don't care if you, if you this is your first time or, or you've known him for many years. How wonderful to come and be refreshed, be refreshed by the Lord. Be again filled up with his love. Just tell him, Lord, I want to get filled up with your love. I fall short in so many ways. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time with my brothers and sisters. The opportunity to remember again that you came here to seek and save the lost. That you love us. That by your beautiful grace, you forgive us. Bless my brothers and sisters. Encourage their hearts today as they remember your great love for us. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. God bless you.